Okay, welcome to the prayer experience wherever you are. It's such a blessing to be able to come to you today. First working day of the week. It's a Monday afternoon here in the Northwest of the United Kingdom. Wherever you are, it's such a pleasure for us to come together as a praying family, as intercessors, as spiritual warriors, so to speak, to stand in the gap, to stand in that place of intercession on behalf of God's people. Thank you for joining us. Please share this video. Share, share, share. That's the name of the game. Share this video. The more people come on to pray, the better our world will be. Also subscribe to Daily Talks Media UK channel, especially on YouTube. If you want to like our Facebook page, please do so. We're looking at how we can improve our reach on other platforms such as Twitch, on Twitter, and other social media platforms. Okay, so please uh, keep praying into that. We want to see more people praying. That's what it's all about. Also connect with us real time right now. Leave a comment. Let's know what the Lord is saying to you. Share something with us. Also, you can leave your prayer request and praise report. Thank God for his goodness. Thank God because he hears prayers. We want to hear about it. Not just the prayer request, but the praise reports as well. Prayer experience hotline is there on the screen for you to see. Uh, please take note of that number. And if you need someone to quickly agree with you concerning anything, dial that number and you will have a prayer partner straight away. Okay, now it's a very special day. It was a special day yesterday. And because we didn't have prayer experience yesterday, you know, uh, we were, uh, all the prayer experience team members were celebrating with Nigel and Louisa, 25th wedding anniversary. What a phenomenal day. It was impressive. Keep praying for Nigel. Keep praying for Louisa that God will bless them. And so because we were not on yesterday, it was a special day for our one and only mom, Anne Peck. And please, wherever you are on the platform, help me again, a belated happy birthday, but it's still fresh. Mom Anne, we want to thank God for your life. You've been such a faithful partner to us on the prayer experience. Mom Anne came on the prayer experience early doors. And through her, this ministry has really grown. How can we ever forget our contribution? I want to pray for you today that the Lord will strengthen you. Even as you are in the hospital recovering, we pray that the angels of healing will surround you with favor, with strength, with healing and health in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. That leads us nicely into a moment of thanksgiving. And as we reflect on, on, the, on, on, on the things God has done in our lives and reflect also on that powerful testimony from one of our own, Roy, who had an all clear last uh, weekend from cancer diagnosis. We want to thank the Lord for that. We're still buzzing. We're still rejoicing. God is doing amazing in our lives. Yesterday, uh, a little boy was unwell in church and we prayed for that boy. And later in the day, we had a testimony that the boy is doing really well. That's what we want to see. The fruits of our prayers, that our God answers prayers. 
And that's why we're going to go into Thanksgiving right now in Exodus chapter 34, verse 6. The Lord passed in front of Moses calling out, Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy. I'm slow to anger, filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. That's our God. That's the God we serve. He's full of unfailing love and faithfulness. That's why we know when we come to the place of prayer, he will hear us. Wherever you are, indoor, outdoor, please join me and let's give thanks to this almighty God. Thank God on behalf of mom and thank God on behalf of Roy. Thank God on behalf of that little boy that we prayed for yesterday. Thank God on behalf of the testimony last week of a woman whose sister was kidnapped somewhere in Africa. And after a time of prayer, she was found. Let's thank God. Anything you can remember that the Lord has done is full of unfailing mercy and love. He's slow to anger. Our God is a compassionate God. We thank you. We give you praise. We honor your name. Thank you for the prayer experience. Thank you for answers to prayer. Thank you because you hear us each time we call. Thank you even for those prayers we are praying, okay, that have not, we haven't seen the results. We want to thank you in advance because they are all coming to pass. Every single prayer is coming to pass because your promises, they never fail. You are a faithful God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let's get quickly into the inspired word. And I want to talk to us about becoming eyewitnesses of his majesty. I just like that phrase, eyewitnesses of his majesty. In uh, 2 Peter 1.16, Apostle Peter was laying down his credential in his opening uh, letter to the, to the early church back then in, in those days. And he says, for we were not making up clever stories when we told you about the powerful coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, we saw his majestic splendor with our own eyes. We saw his majestic splendor with our own eyes. The King James Version says, we are eyewitnesses of his majesty. But I like the New Living Translation. It talked about his majestic splendor. Prayer warriors, intercessors, believers, Christians, you cannot talk of something you haven't seen. You cannot share something you have not experienced. Many of us talk about the power of God. Big question, have we experienced his power? We talk about his glory. Have we experienced his glory in our lives? I, I want us, even if you have, we need more. We need more. I, my, my inspired word today is that we need to become more and more witnesses of his majesty in our own individual life. Jesus died, resurrected, went up to heaven, and he had 11 men, then they became 12, who were scared, afraid. They were in the upper room. But there was something you couldn't take from them. They had seen Jesus. They had seen him perform miracles. They had seen the signs and wonders he did. They saw him die. They saw him when he was resurrected. About, about 400, 500 people saw Jesus when he rose up from the dead. He appeared, first of all, to the 12, to the 11. Then he appeared to the 120. And then the Bible says almost about 500 people saw him resurrected. And you couldn't take it from them. 
you know, in Acts chapter 4, verse 13, when the Sanhedrin called Peter and John and beat them and said to them, we don't want you to talk anymore about this Jesus. They said, well, we cannot but speak of what we have seen and what we have heard. And they looked at them and they said, these are unlearned men. These were men who were not taught. These were men who were not learned. These were men who had no source or kind of education in those days. But there was something they had. They had personal, experiential knowledge of the Lord Jesus. And you can't take that away from them. In our world today, we need believers. We need Christians who can say, I have experienced his power in my life. I have experienced his glory in my life. I've seen him walk in my life. Until then, you cannot really credibly talk about him. And that's why we don't have witnesses. That's why we don't have evangelists. That's why we don't have people preaching. Because we haven't experienced Jesus in a real way. Sometimes we're full of theology, something we've read. But that, that revelation has to go from just a revelation in the word. It has to become experiential knowledge that you have experienced it, that you have tasted it, that you have seen it, that you, you see it at work in your life. For example, for myself, I, I believe in miracles, not just because of what I've read, but I tell you the things I see and experience every day in my life, the miracles that only God could have done in my life tells me that there are, there, there, there are mighty forces of God working on my behalf. There are angels working on my behalf. The Holy Ghost is working on my behalf. God the Father is working on my behalf. Let's have a moment of reflection. And I want us to go to God and say, God, I want to see you more. This is an individual prayer. I want to see you more in my life, in my experience. Show your power. Show your glory. Make me an eyewitness of your majesty. Make me an eyewitness of your glory. I want to see your power at work in my life. I want to see your power at work in my family. You know, when your children see the power of God at work in your home, in your family, you don't need to convince them too much about the power of God. Maybe because we haven't lived it, we haven't practiced it, they haven't seen it, they don't know what a miracle looks like. They, they don't see God provide. They don't see God heal. They don't see God deliver. All they hear about God is what you tell them. They haven't experienced it. Maybe that's why we struggle with passing this faith to the next generation. We begin to pray right now, Lord. We ask that you will pour out your splendor upon us as intercessors. Not only do we come on this platform to pray, we want to hear testimonies of people being healed, people being delivered, people being set free, people being rescued, people being liberated from all kinds of oppression. We want to see it in our own life first and foremost. We want to walk in the liberty of the sons of God. Help us, Father, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. You know, the woman that Jesus met at the well, when she went into the city, what did she tell them? She said, come and see the man who has told me everything I ever did. It was her experience. She shared it with the people. And people said, we're coming to get ours. <laughs> Praise God. Let's pray for the church right now. And I want us to pray that signs and wonders will be prevalent in the body of Christ. Signs and wonders will be prevalent 
in the body of Christ. Listen to this in Acts chapter 2, verse 22. I like it, 2, 2, 2. It said, people of Israel, listen, God publicly endorsed Jesus the Nazarene by doing. <laughs> How did God endorse Jesus? Not in talk alone, not in great preaching alone. How did God endorse Jesus? By doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him, as you well know. Can we pray and say, Lord, in the church, will you endorse the church, endorse the body of Christ, endorse believers with signs, miracles? Pray for the church. I'm not talking of things we cook up. I'm not talking about uh, people doing so many things that you don't even know the source. I'm not talking about people dabbling into dark arts and deception. I'm talking about genuine manifestation like it was in the days of Smith Wigglesworth, like it was in the days of, of people like A.A. A. Allen, people like Alexander Dowie, all of these God's generals, Maria Woodward Etta, these people that we, we've heard and read about, uh, not just the Acts of the Apostle, but down through the ages, we've heard of great men and women, God's generals, that God performed miracles through their lives. God endorsed them through those signs and wonders. We want to see those again in our days, in our time. Pray with me wherever you are. Pray with me. Pray for the church in Nigeria, the church in South Africa, the church in Zambia, the church in Malawi, the church in Kenya, the church in Pakistan, the church in India, the church in England, the church in Canada, the church in the United States, the church in Mexico, the church in, uh, uh, in Peru, the church across the world, that we will not just be people who talk about the power of God, but we demonstrate the power of God. We demonstrate the power of God in our life, in our gatherings, in our meetings, that people will come into our services and they will be healed by the power of God, that the glory of God sometimes will roll into our services and people's eyes will be opened and they will see signs and they will see wonders. Things will happen. Lord, we want to experience that in our meetings. Lord, we are tired of dry, cold gatherings. We want to see the move of the Spirit, like the days of the Azusa Street, in which the power of God moved and it spread around the world, like the days of John Wesley, Charles Wesley, Charles G. Finney. We want to see those things again. The, the days of Catherine Coleman, Lord. We want to experience those miracles. People were, were queuing up at the entrance to the church, queuing up six o'clock in the morning for a meeting that was going to take place at 7 p.m. in the evening because they know if they could get into the presence of God, the deaf will hear, the dumb will speak, the lame will work, uh, troubled hearts will be restored, cancer will be healed, tuberculosis will be healed. They know that there will be miracles. Not only that, salvation was taking place every day. We want to see it, Lord. Lord, we want to experience it. We want to flow in it, in the body of Christ. And we know when we begin to pray about it, we will begin to be the first, uh, 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 the, the, the first fruits of the manifestation of these things that we pray about. Because the more we pray, the more we will see your hand and your glory in the church, in the body of Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. I want us to pray for the nations. Look at what the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18. We want to pray 
that there will be repentance and salvation. Listen, the greatest miracle ever is the miracle of salvation. People can die and be resurrected if they don't know Jesus. Give their life to the Lord. They're going to hell. It is appointed unto man once to die after that is judgment. Look at this scripture. It says, come now, let's settle this, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, I'll make them as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I'll make them as white as wool. God is saying, come. God is beckoning the nations. Come, let's settle this matter. Let's settle this division. Let's settle this thing. And you know, the church has been called in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20, 21. We are ambassadors of Christ. And now we beseech the world to be reconciled back unto God. Pray with me that the, that the world, the lost world, the lost nations, people in your family, your spouse who is not yet saved, your children that are not yet saved, your grandchildren that are not yet saved, your uncles, aunties that are not yet saved. Have you got a passion in your heart to remember them and mention their names in the privacy of your home or wherever you are praying now? Mention their name and say, God, may they come to you. May they be reconciled back to you. May they receive salvation. May they repent of their sins. Father, we pray this in the name of Jesus. More and more increasingly, we see people's hearts hardened against God because of the things that are happening in our world today. But on the other side, we also see people responding to the gospel, but we're not seeing enough. Lord, we lift up our eyes and see. Lord, we see the harvest, the harvest, the harvest, the harvest. The fields are ripe. They are ripe to be harvested. At this time, Lord, we just pray in the name of Jesus. You will touch the hearts of men, touch the hearts of women, touch the hearts of young people in our universities, in our colleges, even in our schools. Touch the heart of young people, that they will not be rebellious to the gospel, that going to church will not be a burden. You know, going to church will not be something that, that, that our children will say, I don't want to go to church. Lord, touch the heart of the young ones. Touch the heart of the youth. Touch the heart of the young adults. Touch the heart of people in their 30s, people in their 40s, the middle-aged men, middle-aged women. Touch their hearts, oh God. Let them turn to you. Father, only you can do it. He said, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment, that you will touch people's heart and convict them of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Help, Lord, we cry out. We're living in the midst of a lost generation. Help in Preston. Help in Blackpool. Help in Burnley. Help in across Lancashire, across the Northwest, Liverpool, the Wirral region. Help, oh God, turn the hearts of men, turn the hearts of women in your direction, oh God. We experience this and see this happen. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Two quick prayer points I want us to pray before we go this afternoon. I want us to remember Iran. You know, because of what is happening across the world, you know, Russia, Ukraine, a lot of things are going unnoticed, underreported. And one of those places is the nation of Iran. And I want us to uh, pray for the nation of Iran. One of our sisters is on, on this platform. She gives me uh, frequent updates on what's going on in her nation back in Iran. Oppression, wickedness, people just being oppressed, people's human rights being taken away from them. And I want us to pray 
for that nation. Look at Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 2. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, and you can tell that nation is in deep darkness, a light will shine. Pray that the light of God will shine upon the people in government, people in power, people in authority, the, the security forces, that they will respect human rights. They will respect the right of people to voice their opinion, the right of people to practice whatever faith they want to, the uh, uh, faith that they want to practice. We pray in the name of Jesus for that nation of Iran, that Lord, you will have your way in that nation. We want to see your power. We want to see your glory at work. We pray that you will shine the light first and foremost into the darkness in the hearts of men and women that have been plagued with darkness, the darkness of religion, the darkness of tradition, the darkness of ignorance, all kinds of things, oppressive vices. We pray in the name of Jesus that Lord, the world, the rest of the world will not turn their they are back on, on the Iranian people at this time, that voices will be lifted to defend the rights of women in that nation, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask, intervene, step into that situation in Iran. We also pray for the persecuted church in Iran, people who are Christians, believers, and they cannot move about freely. They cannot go to school. They cannot you know, go to the shopping center. It freely and easily, if they are identified as believers, their lives will be in danger. Lord, will you protect the persecuted church and will you fight for them? Be the mighty man of war on their behalf. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. And now we go into the prayer for healing. And I want us to pray. Look at that scripture in Acts chapter 7, verse 36. And by means of many wonders, a miracle of signs. He led them out of Egypt through the Red Sea and through the wilderness for 40 years. Signs and wonders is our theme today on the prayer experience. And here we see the Bible says that God led the people of Israel through the wilderness, but he led them by many wonders and miraculous signs. We want to see that happen for those who are unwell, whether it's a, an incurable ailment, whether it's cancer, whether it's something the doctors can't even tell what it is. We need a miracle. We need a sign. We need a wonder. We need the manifestation of the power of God in the lives of people. Right now, put that prayer request on the platform. We've got people, prayer experience team, prayer experience community. They will see that prayer request, whether it's for yourself, your auntie, your sister, your uncle, a friend, a church member. Put that prayer request on the platform right now. As we pray, we want to trust God, the God of signs and wonders, the God of miracles will step in on your behalf. You might be in the hospital listening or watching this right now. God has not forgotten you. God has not forgotten you. He knows your name. He knows your address. He knows where you live. And he can bring you out of that hospital. Release your faith right now and pray and say, God, will you touch me? Touch my body. Touch my mind. Touch my spirit. Bring healing to my body. Set me free right now in the powerful name of Jesus. For there's no other name 
whereby we can be saved, we can be healed, we can be delivered. But the name of Jesus, in that name is our healing. In that name is our deliverance. And his blood also purchased our redemption for us. When he died on the cross, he died so that we can be free. And God has a plan for your life. God has a plan of long life for you, long life and well-being, mental well-being for you. Trust him. Believe him right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we agree together in the unity of the spirit and by faith for anyone who is praying right now that you will touch them, touch their bodies, touch their mind, touch their heart. Touch them, oh God. Heal relationships, broken relationships. Heal broken relationships, oh God. Heal broken hearts. Heal broken minds and heal broken lives. We thank you. Let's give him thanks. Let's anticipate the manifestation of the answers to this prayer. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you because you always hear us when we pray. And we bless your name. We glorify your name. We exalt you, Father. Be thou glorified in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We are done. We are finished. But before we go, I want to say thank you, everyone, for praying with us today. You might think I'm the only one. I'm not the only one. Loads of other people across the nations who are praying together with us right now, from Pakistan to India to the Philippines, Nigeria. Uh, Zambia, Uganda, United Kingdom, Canada, United States, people, as even nations I may not have mentioned, but I want to say thank you for praying with us. Subscribe to our free audio podcast. Just check on your phone, uh, or if you don't have the app, download a podcasting app and search for the Daily Talks Media or the Prayer Experience. You will find us there. Loads of podcasts. You can pray along with us, okay? Tomorrow we are going to be back. It's a Tuesday and our own Paul Lawrence will be leading us in prayer tomorrow. So looking forward to that. It will be powerful. God bless you. Bye-bye. Right.